Hello everyone, my name is Martin Soha. I'm a research fellow in the Center of Asian Affairs at the University of Łódź, which is a university-based think tank monitoring the situation in Asia-Pacific. Let me welcome you to my next podcast on Japanese domestic and foreign policy. Today, I will be talking about the return of the coronavirus crisis in Japan and numerous challenges it brings for the current government. Let me remind you that in the middle of March, the spread of the coronavirus epidemic in Japan, in Japan seemed more or less contained. Until the very last moment, the Liberal Democratic Party and Prime Minister Abe Shinzo claimed that everything is under control and that the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games will go as planned. Although Prime Minister Abe and members of his government were criticized for the initial response to the virus outbreak, the limited number of infections was met with steady support for the governmental strategy of combating the disease. The situation worsened dramatically in the second half of March, when the Tokyo government informed about a sharp increase in the number of new infections in the city. The announcement was made just days after the decision to postpone the Tokyo Olympics. Tokyo governor Koike Yuriko initially asked citizens living in Tokyo area to stay at homes. The situation quickly got more serious and instead of voluntary actions, the Japanese government had to introduce the state of emergency for the Tokyo area and six other densely populated prefectures. When the number of infections in other cities started to grow as well, municipal governments in Kyoto and Aichi also asked to be placed under the state of emergency. In the end, Abe administration decided to expand the state of emergency over the entire country. The prime minister himself asked all Japanese citizens to remain at home if possible and warned them about the upcoming difficulties. Now, let's talk a little bit about what exactly does the state of emergency in Japan mean? It gives local governors new powers to restrict the rights of residents. The local governments can formulate their own measures of containing the epidemic as long as they follow the guidelines of the central government. Those measures may include, as it was done in Tokyo, requesting residents to stay at homes, suspending the use of facilities, closing shops and cancelling public events. The main goal of the new measures was reducing person-to-person -person contact by 70 to 80 percent. The state of emergency was introduced for a period of one month, but the government is not sure whether it will be lifted in the beginning of May. The central government also approved a massive relief package for Japanese economy estimated at 1 trillion US dollars, which stands for nearly 20% of Japanese GDP. The first stage of the support program will be directed to the public health system. The government will also provide assistance for small enterprises, which registered more than 50% of income drop because of the coronavirus. The centerpiece of the rescue package was a promise of cash handouts worth around 2,800 US dollars for the households with limited incomes. The program was supposed to reach nearly 13 million families in May. The governmental plan was immediately criticized by Japanese opposition parties, which underlined that the real amount of money that, will, that the government will pour in the economy is five times smaller than the amount promised by the prime minister. Unexpectedly, the ruling Liberal Democratic Party was pressured by its coalition partner, Komeito, to increase the amount of cash provided for the citizens. As a result, the 2,800 USD cash handouts plan for the poorest families was replaced by the 930 US dollars for every household in Japan program. In the end, the revised relief package will be worth around 1.1 trillion US dollars. The government claims that the package will boost Japan's GDP growth by 3.8%, which was met 
with doubts by some experts. The opposition heavily criticized the governmental actions as late and unsatisfactory and openly accused the Prime Minister Abe of prioritizing the economy and Olympic Games over the health of the Japanese citizens. Apart from introducing a state of emergency and the relief package, the government also made an attempt to calm citizens' fears concerning the shortage of protection masks. For that purpose, Prime Minister Abe launched an operation of delivering two washable face masks for every Japanese household, which was supposed to be done by the Japanese Post. The program, which, quick, which was quickly dubbed Abeno Masks, worth nearly 430 million US dollars, had been ridiculed over the internet and called a waste of taxpayer money. Many people were doubting the effectiveness of a simple cloth mask compared with the surgical ones. Moreover, a lot of recipients of previous program of delivering masks for staff members and patients of nursing homes complained about the poor quality of the government-issued masks. In comparison, one of the biggest Japanese entrepreneurs, Son Masayoshi, promised to provide Japanese with 300 million single-use masks a month. But the biggest amount of public disapproval appeared when Prime Minister Abe posted a video on Twitter carrying a message for the Japanese to stay at home. In the video, you can see the Prime Minister relaxing on a couch accompanied by a guitar music and his pet dog. The video prompted a major social me media backlash from people who cannot stay at home because the government will not compensate them for leaving work. A lot of Japanese companies complained about a very complicated process of applying for governmental subsidies for employees who are temporarily out of the work due to business closures. Most of the employers were unable to complete the application process without the help of the specialist. That's why many of them were forced to give up on the subsidy program. Apart from that, part of businesses, including the number of pachinko parlors, refused to cooperate with the governmental guidelines and stayed open during the state of emergency. This was possible because of the lack of fines and legal penalties for not complying with the directions from the local governments. In response, Japanese governments are preparing tougher measures to ensure the cooperation of the reluctant companies. If we try to evaluate the two weeks of the Japanese state of emergency, it seems that the government did not meet its targets. Research using mobile phone location and other data showed that no single city in Japan managed to reduce people's outside activity by 80%. The online survey showed that around 60% of employees in Tokyo and six other prefectures affected by the coronavirus still communicate to offices despite the state of emergency. We can also see a definite lack of consistency in governmental actions. On one hand, the Japanese government has finally introduced a state of emergency, which may sound like a similar step to those in many European countries. At the same time, many municipal governments in Japan were allowed to reopen schools, which is sending a mixed message to the population. Japanese actions were also criticized by the international media, which pointed out that despite long exposure to the virus, the government has been reluctant to take more radical steps. CBS News noted that most of the measures taken by the Japanese government are requests for restraint and lack legal authority, which, which was shown in the case of pachinko parlors. Many international news agencies criticized the government for relatively small number of tests conducted in Japan. During the last two weeks, we could also observe a growing tension between the prime minister's office and the bureaucrats from the Ministry of Health. 
Prime Minister accuses the doctors from the ministry of blocking the plan of launching the broad PCR testing campaign. He also claimed that the ministry is stalling the approval process of Avigan, which is a flu medication developed by Fujifilm Holdings. And this medication is seen as a possible treatment for the coronavirus. This ongoing fight between the prime minister and the bureaucrats is by no means unusual in Japanese politics. But in the time of nationwide crisis, it shows the weakness of the prime minister as a leader. As a result of late actions and some bad PR decisions, public opinion polls conducted by different Japanese newspapers in April show that nearly 60% of Japanese citizens think that prime minister failed in the time of crisis. Nearly 80% of respondents of a nationwide telephone survey agree that actions taken by the government came too late. With falling public support, we can also observe growing opposition towards Prime Minister Abe, not only among the opposition parties, but also inside the ruling coalition. The situation may become even worse as the country is preparing for the Golden Week, which is a string of holidays starting at the end of April. The government is clearly afraid of greater number of infections. Prime Minister Abe himself addressed the public for the second time and asked for more cooperation. We cannot tell whether or not those actions will, will be more successful than the previous ones. That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoy our podcast and I hope to hear from you in the comments section. Goodbye and stay healthy.